yes people hello hello we are the yes girls coming at you with another yes decode to keep your earbuds fully stimulated in between seasons of the podcast we are two nairobi based on the last us making it our hold on hold on you can't do your usual spiel why though um <clears throat> we're not alone in this one Oh, true. And this one, we have someone else joining us. Yes. It's a very special yesticle with a very, very special guest. Then no girl. Yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> so Freya Ostotir has been walking with us all season in season three as the voice of reason, the no to our yes, the challenger to our encouragers and the wind beneath our wings. Okay. Maybe that's a bit far. We've come a long way this season and we attribute that in part to Freya. Our no girl. So we thought we'd, we'd invite her into the studio um, to learn a bit more about her and to hear what she has to say when she's not just recording audio clips for us before and after our challenges. So let's get cracking. Except she's not actually here. So thank you, Freya, for coming to our virtual studio now. And... We've been hearing from you throughout the season, right? But always very short snippets and always about us. Maybe you 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 imbue it with a little bit of your own experience, but now we want to know only about you. So tell us, who is the no girl? Okay, I guess what defines me the most, I am born and raised in Iceland. Um, so I spent most of my life there until I finished university. And then I decided I wanted to go see the world and I wanted to know what it would be like to live in a country very far away. So I picked a few countries very, very far away and settled on New Zealand. Um, so I moved to New Zealand for a year. Then I came to Kenya for the first time, which is when I met Akumu, also for the first time. I believe you were one of the first people that I met when I first touched down. Um, cool. <laughs> yeah. So I've lived in a number of countries before coming back to Kenya. I've been in UK, I've been on the border of Burma and Thailand. So I'm a bit of a, a nomad. Um, nomad. Like, uh, why do you keep doing that? <laughs> nomad. <laughs> Anytime you I say the word I'm no. A, I know. So let me say I'm a globetrotter. A wanderluster like you. Describe yourself. Mm. Yeah, so I guess really what I am is a commitment scope. I can't even commit to a home. Yeah, so um, I studied political science in university. So every time I go to university, I seem to sort of drift back to political science and how the world is run. Um, but when I work, I tend to like business or at least social business. So anything that has to do with business, but ideally with a social purpose. So as you can see from the, the last season, I like to have opinions on a lot of things. Um, and I guess they keep teasing me for saying no, no mad, no whatever. But when I told my family I was going to be the no girl, they everyone told me I was perfect for it. So I've also done a stint in um, research. So things like, what's your source? What's this based on? Why are you saying that? It's something that my family also know me for and find really annoying. So my whole life up until this point, oh, <laughs> thank you. But my whole life up until this point has been preparing me for this no girl role. <laughs> but I like what you said about like 
being able to say what's your source how do you back this up like and that research grounding in research because I think that's an important trait and even if you're just having a conversation or a debate it's all very well saying ah mm-hmm, good point but it is important to know like what is that based on where are we coming from with this especially with people who do have strong opinions um yeah I think it's good to be challenged and that's why we wanted to have a no girl for season three because sometimes I felt we weren't we were challenging ourselves, but it's challenging yourself isn't the same, right? You you it's it's easy it's easier to justify yourself to yourself and explain things away because yeah. like who's gonna know, right? Yeah, yeah, and I think literally the world would be a better place if everyone thought about where's their their data or their worldview coming from be it politicians or NGOs or companies, mm-hmm. what are you basing your decisions on? Is it sound? I, I, and, yeah. Do yeah, you do that even, for yourself, uh, Freya? Mm. For your ideas? Do I do that for... I try to. <laughs> I hope somebody would call me out if I didn't. <laughs> Wait, I the no-go the... might need a no-go. Mm. Yes. No, I used to be the kind of person when I was little, if I if I had an opinion and it turned out to be wrong, like literally if it was factually wrong, um, I would still mm-hmm. insist. I'd be like, no, no, you're wrong. Um, and then as I grew up, I, I think I, I like to think that I stopped doing that. And now I try to keep my mouth shut if I don't know something. Um, and I try to listen to people who I feel know it better than I do. But of course... Um, yeah, I'm known for having opinions on a, on a lot of things, but I, I like to think they're mostly factual. And if they aren't, I hope people would call me up. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. even beyond factual, it's important to know where an opinion or a perspective comes from, even if it's based on experience, right, or privilege or lack of privilege or exactly. um, your background, right? Uh, I think just even being able to question that. And I think you did do that through the series as well, right? Through this season, not, you know, it wasn't so much about what, what is this, uh, what are the facts of this, but also, you know, what, what have my experiences of this been so far? And this is the, maybe the preconceived notion or the preconception that I have of it because of this and understanding that is really important. Empathy. So our next question, which you've already partly answered, but let's ask you it as a kind of yes or no question. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> of course the pun's intended. Um, would you Lots genuinely <laughs> would you genuinely describe yourself as more of a yes girl or a no girl? You already said you've kind of been preparing for being the no girl your whole life. This is what your life has been working up towards. But if I were to say, are you more of a yes girl or a no girl? What would you say? I want to say I'm a bit of both, but what I what I am admire about you guys is that you're saying yes to everything. You're doing a lot of things that I couldn't be bothered to do. So I, I like to have the option of saying no. So I guess, does that make me more of a no girl? I, I think maybe it depends. Where in, maybe in what area of your life are you more of a yes person and where are you a no person? And then you do an average. <laughs> I like doing a lot of new things. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like I really have to be able to say no to things that I don't want to spend my time on. 
So I don't think I could be a yes girl in the way that you guys are going. I think for but that. But are, are you more a yes girl than the no average person? Because, I mean, you've traveled a lot. <laughs> that Probably I am. Yeah, I do say yes to a lot of new things. I do. So, yeah, I'm a, I feel like I'm a bit of both. Um, okay. And what have you most enjoyed about actually being the no girl or just being part of this season, I guess? And maybe you can tell us a bit, like, how did it actually happen? Like, how did, did we just spring on you? Like, what do you think about this? Or how was the process? And then what did you most enjoy about it? In a nutshell. Well, it must have started in our book club when you guys kept talking about we should do a podcast and say yes to everything. And it just didn't make any sense to me. Like, why would you do that? Why would you say yes to all these things? So I kept <laughs> joking, you when can I be the no girl? When are you gonna ask me to be the no girl? And then you ask <laughs> people to send in voice notes and bring suggestions. So I decided to be funny one more time. That's um one of my very good traits, very bad jokes. Yeah, when can I be the no girl? Like, when are you when are you getting me on the on the podcast? And then you actually did, and I really did not expect it. It was just supposed <laughs> to be a dumb joke. Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> I know. And then you even found the cool purpose for it that actually suits me. So I'm kind of impressed. Ah, good. I'm Thank glad you. it came as a pleasant surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and then have I enjoyed the, the process? Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, being the no girl came at the time in my life where I was extremely busy. I just gotten a new job. I was working a lot of overtime and trying to figure out a lot of new things. And I'm sure you were challenged by having me as the no girl chasing me up for things, asking you to give me deadlines. Um, but I think what I enjoyed about it the most is like having, like being challenged to challenge. It was really interesting. And some of them, I found it really difficult to be challenging about them. Like I actually found it on a few things that you were doing. I didn't really have an opinion. It happens to me rarely. But then there were other times where I felt like I had so much to say that you probably had to crack out half of it. So I think some production. Yeah, some production. production. <laughs> I you didn't have one. opinion, right? Just some production. Not really. No. Yeah. Um. But usually, when I challenge people, they don't really enjoy it. So being asked to challenge someone is kind of nice because it makes you feel appreciated for something that you do on a daily basis, and usually people don't want you to do it. So I guess that was the nice thing about it. That's what I enjoyed the most. True, we kind of asked you to do something that is socially frowned upon, right? Critique Actually, me, yeah. like challenge me. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, very few people, I guess, like being criticized and like being challenged and actively ask for it and actually do something with the information that they get. A unique perspective. And I like what you said about being having more to say about things where you have an opinion. And often, if it's fair to say, that opinion that you have is not necessarily based on expertise or knowledge, right? Our experts have expertise or knowledge in like DJing or in stand-up comedy. 
But what's interesting is that even sometimes where you had quite strong opinions, they're not necessarily things you know a lot about, but you have a you have an idea, you have a notion of them in your mm. mind, and this is the way that you think about them, like DJing. And and what's funny is that you actually a lot of the things that you expressed in our pre-challenge, um, in your pre-challenge, like no girl interventions, were exactly the same things that we thought before we got involved in them. And it almost made me think like we should record some of these sections of the podcast episode before we do the challenge because we 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 talk about them and we actually record once we've done it right and we no longer have yeah. that initial idea whereas what I really yeah. like is that we get your interventions once we've already experienced them we think oh, actually I was just like everything that Freya's saying now that I was there before we you know three weeks before or four weeks before, before yeah, we started this like challenge. Yeah, like a beginner's mind. Yeah, I think for the ones where you, especially for something like DJing, where, you know, none of us really had any clue about it. We were all quite, I could say, snobbish about it beforehand, like thinking exactly. we could do better than any DJ that we don't like. And then we thought, oh, <laughs> my goodness, that is not, that is so wrong. And she also, yeah, and, Cla- and and Freya also had her own experience exactly like ours. So, uh-huh. yeah, yes, but cool. I still think for the DJ challenge, you needed to have people. You needed to have people, and you needed to keep them on the dance floor. That should have been your mm-hmm. challenge. Wait, wait for it. it's July. We will let you know what's <laughs> going to happen. Hold on. No, Hold I'm on. I'm Something never coming. ever DJing for a crowd. That pressure. <laughs> No, thank you. No, if I can avoid that for the rest of my life, I will. We have I, an event coming so in much... July. Remember, we have to do a bit of it. I don't have to DJ. <laughs> no, I need to leave that. I play around with the decks. Would you rather do stand-up comedy than DJ? Stand-up comedy is like my biggest nightmare. I would rather do co- DJing anytime because you're not talking. Me too. It's like less, yeah, it's less performance and more, you know, action. I'd rather, I'd rather but, try and make And you know, with laugh. DJing, and you see with DJing, you can blame the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> or the bad musicians. And then you just put on Whitney Houston yeah. or Snoop Dogg and everyone will dance. That was my experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I'm glad you enjoyed, like, quite a few parts of of the experience so now let's turn it on its head Freya instead of talking about the no no girlishness or or knowishness or knowing um if you could say yes to anything all right not necessarily something we've done but if you could kind of take on a challenge or try something that you've never tried but maybe you've always wanted to you've been too scared to you haven't had the means the time the opportunity what would it be right now yes it's an excellent question (laughs) and there's two things um like they might be kind of competing and they're exactly how you describe them because if there's anything that i could have said yes to and it would have been easy. I would have already said yes to said yes to it. And I've already said yes to a lot of things. So the things that I would like to say yes to, but are kind of big and scary, and I want to do them, but at the same time, I don't really know if I want to do them, is one, I would like to sail the world on a sailboat. But that's something that's probably going to take a few years. Like the entire world? Yeah, like um, I met some people in 
Kilifi last year. Um, and they'd gone from New they'd gone there from New Zealand. So I was like, wow, you must you must have left before COVID started. They were like, yeah, we left in May 2018. And they had their kids with them. So they've been sailing the world for what three years? I just, I just thought, and they'd come to Kilifi from Seychelles. I just thought that was really cool. Um, but I would have to spend a lot of money and time on training to be that great of a sailor. And then I'd have to buy the boat and start sailing. So it basically takes over your life. And the other thing that I think I might want to say yes to, but I'm not still entirely sure, or I find it a bit scary, is um, having kids. Um, so yeah, that's that's a big one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. So it's like, hmm, maybe it's a good challenge. But I mean, the good thing about the boat is that if you decide you don't like it by the time you get to Sri Lanka, you just sell the boat and you fly home. But with the kids, you can't really do that. Can't make <laughs> don't finish that sentence. You <laughs> cannot ditch them. You, you have to commit forever. That's the most scary thing about it. Yeah, you That's can't have thing. kids and sell them off if you if you change your mind. I mean, you can keep, the take them, you can put them up for adoption, no? <laughs> uh, you can. I think it's kind of frowned upon. Yeah, you don't... Yeah, there's uh, absolutely giving children up for adoption. If it's the right thing, do it. But not because you're like, let's see if I like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're opting out. You know, parenting, I'm out. <laughs> But you can pretty huge. much say I mean, yes to very... anything and back out. I mean, any big life choices, you can mostly back out of them. But kids are the one thing you can't back out of. So it's a bit scary to say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was not expecting that. I really like those answers. <laughs> I don't think I don't think either of those are things that we can kind of incorporate into an episode. <laughs> Would you like me to suggest things that could be incorporated into an episode? Go on. Yes. Do you have uh, yes. are there things that you've been itching to challenge us to? Yes, but they they kind of all have a common theme. Um, mm. It's it's all about food. Um, I would like to have a, a week or two of just cooking Japanese food or Indian food or baking pastries. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I like that idea. I thought you would. Because <laughs> okay. what you cook, you have to eat. So long as exactly. it's good, that's a good challenge. Okay. I don't know how cool what a kubu will think of that though. What do you think of me? I'm happy to, you know, eat the cooking. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be yeah, like cool. learning to cook, learning to cook sushi or learning to to make pastry like really good pastry so it's like a, there's that, a doing the cool. learning element imagine a season of all that imagine even ethiopian learning how to make injera that would be mm. cool. that would be cool Ooh, i would love to do that yeah I, I actually i did it once i used to be really crappy at making soup and then we started the soup club at work so we figured if you cook a big batch of soup You'll be really tired of doing the same thing the whole week. But if I make one on Monday, another one makes another one on Tuesday, then you only have to cook once a week. And you don't have to eat the same soup the whole week. And I became pretty good at making soup by doing that. So, yeah, maybe I should incorporate, I should I should be saying yes to cooking different cuisines. Yeah, 
Well, I think I, I like that idea. A cooking, a cooking or cuisine related challenge. Um yeah. although I've gotta say Akumu's cooking endeavors or kitchen endeavors through this challenge have not been they, they they've been less than adventurous so far. Apart from cocktails. You you went vegan. Yeah, yeah, and what and did Akumu end up eating? I did not cook, right? I'm not a cook. I I, I don't like cooking. I think it's a waste of time. That's <gasps> my problem. So that would be <laughs> a really is. interesting challenge for Akumu. Very interesting, like, because it would kill me in the, in the head. I'd feel like I'm wasting time, yeah. That's reasonable, though. I think you should outsource the things that you don't enjoy if you have that luxury. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you can. Exactly. But it's 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 when there's something that you really don't like, but you've never really done. I think it is important to have to have a go, right? Um, so long as it's not like really dangerous or there's not like a you know strong health reason. So I will get a kumu to run. I'd rather cook then. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather cook continuously. There you go. Continuously, dude, running. My God. Now that's the I think that's the difference between you guys and me is it's if I don't want to do it and it just feels like a waste of my time, I won't. Like I don't think I would say yes to doing sound production. Just like Akuma wouldn't say yes to cooking. Or maybe you would. Actually you would and that's the difference between you. No, actually no. I think I think it's not it's it's not that we created a podcast for this because we are like this. I think the podcast makes us like this. Like yes it is. You just said no twice. What's happening to you? <laughs> You're contagious. No, I, think, I, think, I think the podcast makes us like that. We I probably wasn't like that. I wasn't a necessarily a yeser before the podcast. The podcast is a good reason to be one. Yeah, but I wouldn't be a yes girl. I wouldn't join your podcast as a yes girl, I don't think. So Okay, so you wouldn't even have the idea of creating it. Ah, okay, okay. But you only, want if to I could only say it. if I could choose things that I only things that I found interesting, I would. So you've given us a couple of suggestions. Um, do you have any final message or words of wisdom for the yes girls? And then we're gonna do a little quiz. I think I really admire you guys for what you're doing and I think you should keep doing it as long as you're enjoying it. Yes, I agree. But it's not necessarily that we enjoy the challenges, but we enjoy challenging ourselves and we I think we enjoy the process and the openness to new experiences, right? We've not necessarily enjoyed the things that we've done. The challenge, yeah. <laughs> But, but we've we enjoyed the, the fact that the episode. yeah, and as we've long enjoyed as you enjoy the, the process and the outcome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So we have a little quiz for you to see how well you know the yes girls. Mm-hmm. How well you yes the no girls. I mean, how well you know what? <laughs> um. How many total episodes have there been of the Yes Girls? I believe there's six per season and there have been three seasons. So my guess is going to be 18. 
Akumu, is she correct? Uh, I mean, she's correct, but if you're counting the yesticles, not correct. Exactly. Or yes the, and no, really. No yeah, it's a yes <laughs> and a no question. So you're missing three yesticles, meaning total is 21. But technically, so we only asked about episodes. Exactly. So technically, so you got that one right. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. One point. Where did Kaya and Akumu first come up with the idea for the Yes Girls? Well, it's kind of a cheap question because I was there. It was at our book club. Mm-hmm. Where specifically? Which, which exact book club? Yes. Well, most of the book clubs were at my house, so it must have been at mm-hmm. my house. Yes. Good one. <laughs> do I get you basically conceived us? Yeah. There you go. I did. So I do have a baby and I'm not regretting it. <laughs> we do have babies, exactly. Yes. <laughs> and you've not given us up. You've not given us up yet. Claire, you, you also bust me and Claire, our relationship, because we I met mm-hmm. Claire through you. Yeah, you're quite self-sufficient. So if my kids are as <laughs> self-sufficient as, as you guys, then maybe it's okay. <laughs> so you need to give birth to 25-year-olds, basically, or 30-year-olds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah just adopt. <laughs> so next question. Which is the one self-help book that Claire refuses to read? Oh, this is the one I will never understand. Atomic Habits, the best self-help book in the world. You know, I used to hate them. And then this one opened my eyes, and it's just so brilliant that I want to, I want to read it again. What and I think, yes, because there's so many things that you can take from that book, and I think it doesn't matter from now on if you ever listen to it or ever read it, it'll always be bad and underwhelming because we've talked about it so much. Mm-hmm, I yeah. think. Um, uh, you know, it's just not going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> and your last question, it's not really a quiz question, but which which is your favourite episode of the Yes Girls? The activism one, really, from the third season, it really stood out to me, and I think maybe because I had such a strong opinion on everything and it fit in so well with what was going on in my life and in the world so yeah that one that was my favorite nice and was it your favorite yeah because of the topic not necessarily because of how we because we did it particularly well no I think you did I think you really you went all in um you did a lot of things you had all these emotions and struggles and challenges about it it wasn't just a fun thing to do. It was, you know, it meant something. And I think it meant something to all of us. Wow. Thank you. Has, has, um, has any of the challenges or any of this experience inspired you to say yes to something? It, um, I think it has inspired me to, to say yes to listening to podcasts. Nice. I never listen to podcasts. Win. I don't nice. necessarily like podcasts. I think a, a lot of them are just a lot of talking and they're not really adding much value. Um, there's few, okay, maybe just because I haven't explored it, but I feel like there's few well-done podcasts out there. 
But for the third season, I used to listen to your podcast every time I cycled to work. And I realized how much more fun and valuable my right to work was when I was listening to something that, you know, was interesting and added some value. Well, Freya, thank you. We're so glad that you said that you accepted to be our no girl for this season. And the fact that you say that it was enjoyable to be invited to challenge someone um we really appreciated you challenging us and I think it's something that we should all do sometimes invite someone in to challenge you um a good friend of mine once said once asked me would you rather be like not questioning and just enjoying life or would you rather kind of question and challenge things and that friend is someone who constantly challenges people and sometimes he gets like kicked away because a lot of people don't like that but I think that it is important to have that especially when you're doing something like the yes girls where you can just dip your toes in something um and tick it off and say we've done this and our experts are super nice to us but sometimes they think they're too nice so you were a really important and refreshing presence in season three so thank you all right yeah thank you for having me all the best in your fourth fourth season Want to know the easiest way to be a yes girl or boy right now in just a few minutes? Well, it's an easy do be learn approach. Let's start with do. And you can do that by simply subscribing to the podcast. So whether you're listening on Afropods, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CastBox or anywhere else you listen to your favorite podcasts, all you need to do is click subscribe or follow. That way you won't miss the next episode and you'll help more people discover the show. And now for the B. This one's easy. Be a sharer. Spread the word about the, this episode of the podcast on social media and don't forget to tag us at Yes Girls Podcast so that we can definitely show you some love and thank you in the best way possible. You can also tag each of us if you'd like. Um, that's at Fiona, at Akumu Fiona, sorry, and at Half Big Claire. And finally, for the learn, what's your biggest takeaway from this episode, the season or the podcast? Don't keep it to yourself. Spread that learning with others and by us by leaving us a rating on Spotify or better yet, an, an actual review in a couple of sentences right on the platform where you're listening to us from. That's it. A do be learn approach you can say yes to in just a couple of minutes after we're done here. Thank you. Thank you. And if you don't already follow us on the socials again, that's at Yes Girls Podcast. Yeah, we are waiting. Go do that now, right now, in another window of, uh, away from this one. Yes, feel free to also stalk us um, uh, and to find behind the scenes footage, videos, resources, and images of what you're getting up to when doing, being, and learning something. And uh, yeah, we invite you to slide into our DMs or comment on what you like, what you want more of, what we should say yes to, or how you might want to get involved through sponsorship or collaborations. We often say yes. Thank you to the No Girl for being our special guest for this episode. She's been a very special part of this season and we can't thank her enough. But here's a little poem for her to say thank you. <clears throat> oh no girl, you are so sweet. Even when with words you beat our spirits, efforts, humble tries, we love you as you criticize. <laughs>
That's it for this yesterday. So see you next time for more episodes or yesterday from us. Claire and Akumu and the No Girl who for today can be at one with the, the Yes Girls. girls. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah.